0: Welcome to episode 202 of the TruthQuest podcast, the truth about saying the quiet part out loud. Before I get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and topics such as the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, or the baby formula shortage, or the Constitution, specifically what's not in it, or communism in America, or the Empire of Lies comes up, please share the topic-specific truth Quest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms, including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Truth Social, Getter, Amazon Music, Podbean, Bitshoot, Brighteon, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. This episode comes off the heels of several recent episodes, specifically episode 196, The Truth About Communism in America, and episode 200, The Truth About the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party. But for years, I've been arguing that our representatives in D.C. are guilty of willful negligence, meaning they deliberately and intentionally pursue policies that are either unconstitutional, which is most of what is done in Washington today, or they simply do not do the right thing. They do not do what's in the best interest of voters and citizens. Instead, they do what is in the best interest of their donors and lobbyists. That is the problem with our federal system as it exists today. 95% of what is done in Washington, D.C. is unconstitutional. So these folks have accumulated a ridiculous amount of power and wealth. They are able to enrich themselves and their families to the extent you cannot even imagine, which is why you see people like Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell sell their souls to the devil in order to make sure that future generations of Bidens and McConnells will never have to work again. Nothing ever gets better in D.C. What's my measure of better? Decreased federal spending stop printing money, and abolish unconstitutional federal agencies and the thousands of unconstitutional regulations that come with both. That would be a good start. After witnessing the lengths to which the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, are willing to go, not only to get rid of Trump, i.e. impeachment, slander, collusion between the FBI, the CIA, prominent Democrat operatives, and bureaucrats, the extensive election fraud efforts in battleground states, But by also watching how they demonize, deride, censor, deplatform, harass, and arrest those who both worked for and supported him, i.e. January 6 bullshit, big tech censorship, the railroading of Michael Flynn, George Papadopoulos, Peter Navarro, Rudy Giuliani, Roger Stone, should I go on? What is worse than all of that is, now that they have power, they are obviously hell-bent on hurting the majority of Americans. I can make that statement by simply looking at the policies they are pursuing. After living through all of that and making claims for years about the federal government's willful negligence, I can now point to a prominent Democrat who said the quiet part out loud. It's the final piece of this 10,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. That occurred recently with a remarkable admission by the completely inept Pete, I say less by talking more Buttigieg, the current Transportation Secretary. He is most famous for his sexual orientation, just like the new White House press secretary. See, it's very important for these people to let you know they aren't like you. They are better because they are different. Anyways, his other claim to fame was his inability as a mayor of a small Midwest town to fill potholes. So Domino's Pizza ran a TV ad campaign to fill those potholes. Oh yeah, and he ran for president for a few months during the Democratic primary season, where his claim to fame was to tell Christians what he thought about Christianity. Oh, and he's also famous for, I think, taking two months off for paternity leave because he and his husband adopted two babies. He did that at the height of the supply chain problem in California that we will be discussing later. The dude in charge of transportation for the country is sitting at home babysitting while the supply chain collapses. This dude went on to say that the administration's plan all along was to cause so much pain on the American people through inflation as to create increased dependency by the people on the government so socialistic economic policies could be implemented. Follow along here. The government causes a problem, inflation, and the government offers a solution, which according to Buttigieg would be the government was going to work towards, quote, lowering the cost of insulin, lowering the cost of childcare, lowering the cost of housing, end quote. How might that be accomplished? Have the federal government buy these items, all at inflated prices, by printing more money, which will cause prices to continue to rise and distribute the items to the American people. This is sinister shit. They cause the epidemic of higher prices by their unending printing of the currency, and they use it as an opportunity for the government to take over household expenses and create equity via government distribution. It's critical for you to understand how all of this is accomplished. Through force government has a monopoly on the use of force. Never forget that. They use that power to compel us to do what they say. The problem for our tyrants in power is there is this thing known as natural law which creates a natural aversion to this use of force. This is where something called the non-aggression principle comes from. This principle is a hallmark principle of liberty-loving people and libertarians while its violation is a hallmark principle of authoritarians of all shades and stripes. In a nutshell, the principle states, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Anything that is done by force violates the non-aggression principle and should be rejected outright. Think about some of these things. They forced Obamacare on us. They forced the COVID vaccine and masks and lockdowns on us. They forced us under penalty of censorship or loss of employment not to talk about and dispense off-label repurposed therapeutics to fight COVID. They forced people to use others' preferred pronouns. They forced education and indoctrination on our kids. They force the transgender gender identity agenda on us. They force gay marriage on us. They are forcing biological males to be able to compete in female sports. They love forcing taxpayers to pay for abortions. They, of course, force you to pay more for everything because of the printing of money. Many of you have heard the phrase, taxation is theft. Well, inflation is the most sinister tax ever created by man because it drains your bank account without you ever sending a dime to the government. They are now forcing a so-called transition of the economy to green energy by forcing economy-killing and household-budget-killing green energy policies. They're forcing you to buy electric vehicles to save the planet. It's not always violence per se, but intimidation and encouraging violence. Force includes punishing your ideological foes, big tech censorship, arrest, slander, harassment, threaten your employment. Can anyone say the Ministry of Truth? They employ a dual justice system to help facilitate the use of force. The dual justice system is basically one for well-connected Democrats and one for everybody else. They utilize leftist district attorneys and leftist attorneys general who selectively prosecute rather than enforcing all the laws of their jurisdiction. Hell, the crazy liberals in San Francisco just recalled their George Soros-funded DA after he refused to prosecute anything. Crime has skyrocketed. This dual justice system often manifests itself in real violence. Most recently, we've seen threats against conservative Supreme Court justices. Democrats utilize the FBI, the Department of Justice, the CIA, the NSA, and the IRS to harass their political foes as well. They endorse anything that creates chaos and makes the people turn to the government for help. Think about defund the police. Think about Democrat-run cities who have the worst crime. Blue areas with the strictest gun laws have the highest level of gun crimes, and nothing ever changes. The BLM Antifa riots, looting, and arson during the summer of love was mostly peaceful never was condemned by a prominent Democrat. Rather, it was encouraged. There is no consent of the govern with these people, and there is no dissent allowed. Even things like open borders is forced on the American people. They are forcing immigrants entering the country illegally on communities around the country. This is done on purpose. It is a voter drive at the border. The doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, is importing voters from places where socialism and tyranny are the norm so they won't complain about the violation of their constitutional rights once they get settled here. The doomsday cult is employing the replacement theory. They are replacing droves of their own former voters who are fleeing their obvious totalitarian plans for the country. Back to judges' admission. Since straight-up socialism is frowned upon here in America, at least by the majority of people, government seizure of the means of production, which is traditional socialism, is a non-starter. Instead, they are looking to take over the means of distribution. Cause inflation, call it a crisis, government swoops in and ensures equitable distribution of resources, and voila, socialism by another name. These people are evil. They just can't leave us alone to live our lives. They must control us. Do you remember the most recent dry run for this means of distribution scheme? Remember monoclonal antibody treatments for COVID? The feds bought up the entire supply from one manufacturer because the state of Florida was using them so effectively. Not enough people were dying of COVID to keep the fear porn going, so they swooped in to make sure that they were distributed equitably. As I mentioned earlier, you will see a recurring theme when it comes to saying the quiet part out loud, that being the government offers a solution to a problem they manufactured. The most obvious example is COVID, of course. Shut down businesses. Lock down society. Government solution? bankrupt the country by printing trillions of worthless paper dollars. Coming out of COVID, we had or still have a supply chain problem in California. That's the subject of episode 170 if you're interested. It was another government-manufactured problem with environmental restrictions on trucks in California. In this case, the government's solution was to do nothing except talk about fixing the problem because this particular crisis served their broader desire for prices to continue to rise so they can swoop in and come to the rescue. Econ 101 states less supply of goods with more money chasing fewer goods equals an economically strapped society that will look to government for help. Then we had or still have a baby formula shortage. It was caused by government shutting down a plant that produces 40% of the formula in the United States while restricting the importation of formula from other countries. What do you do about this government manufactured problem? Offer a government solution, of course. They will wanna make sure that formula is equitably distributed Check out episode 199 for a deep dive into that topic. The mother of all government-manufactured problems, which they then offer government solutions to, as Buttigieg articulated, is inflation. Now remember, inflation, by definition, is the expansion of the money supply. The effect of inflation is rising prices. More money chasing the same, or in the case of America today, fewer goods. So how has the money supply expanded over the years? Well, next to nothing until around 1975, which coincides with Nixon pulling us off the gold standard, which is the subject of episode 162. It slowly crept up from there to around $1 trillion. Then, in 1980, we saw it double to $2 trillion. By 1990, it was just under $4 trillion, another double. It remained around that level through the year 2000. By 2010, we saw another double to $8 trillion. Under Obama, it increased to $13 trillion. Then the Trump administration threw, what, $4 trillion at the American people and businesses through the PPP program and Lord knows what else? He took the money supply from $13 trillion to $19 trillion in just four years. So Biden rides in, promising a return to normalcy. But the problem is, his party has been hijacked by radicals, whose ultimate goal is what Buttigieg exposed, unprecedented, unconstitutional power and control. In one year, Biden jacks the money supply up about $2 trillion to $21 trillion. Then he proposes an additional $5 trillion in his Build Back Bankrupt plan. This is where you need to pay particular attention. His team knows what the money supply looks like. They know prices are rising throughout Biden's first year due to the unprecedented levels of printing before he even took office. They know their actions are leading to rising energy prices, and they pushed for more printing this is why I call them the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party. They are purposely bankrupting the country so they can take control of everything. It's very Soviet Union-like. Congressman Clyburn from South Carolina, who is second in leadership after Nancy Pelosi, said as much on NPR. He said, quote, When you start printing money out the way we did with the rescue plan, you are going to fan inflation. That's elementary. So you can't say they didn't know what would happen. All that talk about inflation was transitory was bullshit. Janet Yellen admitted as such just a couple weeks ago. They lied. We live in an empire of lies. Check out episode 195 for a deep dive into that. So we find ourselves full circle now. Back to Buttigieg admission. We have record levels of price increases for everything you buy. Food and energy are at the top of the list. Since those are not wants, those are needs. So food is too expensive for the average person due to rising prices, which is caused by the increase in the money supply, which was done purposely by the federal government. What can possibly be done to solve this government-manufactured problem? A government solution, of course. When it comes to energy prices, the left has opposed bringing new nuclear power plants online for decades. They now fight vigorously against new coal-fired plants to be built, like the Chinese and the Indians are doing by the hundreds. It's so bad in America today that we have been warned about rolling blackouts this summer. In America! Anyway, back to the policy of the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party. They shut down domestic energy development, canceled pipelines, canceled leases, retracted the ability to drill in Anwar, Alaska, and triggered massive new regulatory approaches from the Commerce, Interior, and Energy Departments. The resulting increases in energy prices, gasoline, natural gas, oil, electricity, became the fuel in the furnace of inflation. That has now created an energy crisis that Joe Biden is declaring national emergency needs to be solved by the government. It's important for you to understand that the 2 million barrels a day that were being pulled from the ground in the U.S. before Biden took office were enough to tip the scales in the global oil market, so much so that the U.S. was a net exporter of oil during Trump's term in office. You've likely heard the phrase, The United States was energy independent. On top of shutting down most drilling on federal lands in Anwar, Alaska, Biden sanctioned oil from Russia. Tom Lungo, writing in his widely read newsletter, Gold, Goats, and Guns, put it this way. In the case of the U.S., the Biden junta has done everything possible to ensure that not only would gas prices rise to a completely unacceptable level, but they would stay there until what's left of the middle class is left broke and out of gas by the side of the road. So we have intentional acts causing gas prices to rise to never-before-seen levels. I think the national average is now 5 bucks a gallon. They want you to pay $10 a gallon. Paying at the pump is good business for the socialists running the country. How is the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, going to accomplish all of this? Through unconstitutional laws, of course. One was written over 100 years ago. Another was written 70 years ago. They're called the Lever Act and the Defense Production Act. I want to mention these two acts briefly because you're going to hear a lot more about them in the coming months. The Lever Food Control Act of 1917, a completely unconstitutional act, is going to be used to deal with the food supply. This act authorized the president to regulate the price, production, transportation, and allocation of feed, food, fuel, beverages, and distilled spirits for the remainder of World War I. World War I we're talking about here. The law also empowered the president to nationalize certain private factories and requisition storage facilities from military supplies. Private individuals and proprietors were entitled to be compensated for the fair market value of any property taken by the federal government pursuant to the act. So here we are, 100 years later, and this piece of shit legislation is still on the books. Why? And what makes it worse is it's a wartime law, a war that Congress actually declared. Did I miss something? Did, did we declare war on some country recently? I mean, I know we're fighting a proxy war with Russia using the Ukrainian people as target practice for the Russians, but I'm unaware of any other. The Defense Production Act, which is also completely unconstitutional, anti-free market and anti-capitalism, is a Cold War era law granting the president significant emergency authority to control domestic industries. It allows the president, largely through executive order, to direct private companies to prioritize orders for the federal government. The president is also empowered to allocate materials, services, and facilities for national defense purposes and take actions to resist hoarding of needed supplies. It goes on. To bolster domestic production, the president may also offer loans or loan guarantees to companies, make purchases or purchase commitments, and install equipment in government or private factories. Companies can also be authorized to coordinate with each other, which might otherwise violate antitrust laws. President Trump and Joe Biden both invoked the Defense Production Act in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Trump used the law to crack down on hoarding, limit exports of medical goods, and increase production of critical supplies. Biden has used it to speed up vaccination and testing efforts. Trump ordered General Motors to produce ventilators and 3M to produce N95 respiratory masks for the federal government. He issued an executive order to prevent hoarding of essential supplies and directed his administration to increase the domestic production capacity of essential health products. Responding to concerns about the supply of meat following several plant closures, Trump used the Defense Production Act authority to ensure that meat processing plants remain open by declaring them critical infrastructure. Most recently, we've seen Biden declare a national emergency for clean energy production and invoking the Defense Production Act, to facilitate faster transportation of energy economy away from fossil fuels. Remember this quote from Biden? When it comes to the gas prices, we're going going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels, end quote. Essentially, Biden is trying to implement the Green New Deal without Congress voting on it. It's completely unconstitutional. I hope this episode serves as a wake-up call to everyone who listens. The United States federal government is not a force for good in the world. It boasts a 100% failure rate except when it comes to taking away your God-given and constitutionally protected rights. They're on record now. They said the quiet power out loud. They are coming to fix the chaos that they deliberately and intentionally created. They don't give a shit about your family's financial situation. They don't give a shit about how much you pay for gas or electricity or natural gas. Their only concern is total power and total control over your life. Consider yourself served. You have been served a notice of intent by your federal government. And that's the truth about saying the quiet part out loud.